It's really good. Good find. Good dig. Yeah. So you're welcome. This is Cobra's podcast. Conversations on beer. Random other stuff. Episode seven. I'm Ezzy Haft. I'm Tyler Palmer. Dude, first time. Yeah. Kinda. No. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. count it. I'll count it. Um. Yeah. That song is Ada Richards, and it's called "I'm Drunk and I'm Real High." Um. I think in the name of God or something like that. In God's spirit. In the spirit of God. She's dyslexic and doesn't know how to spell dog beer. <laughs> That's how I read it. In the spirit of dog. Spirit of um, dog. In the spirit of God. But yeah, that song just spoke to us, and it's way better than any sort of Dropkick Murphys no, bullshit that we could have played. And like, don't care about really queuing into any Sam Adams style of beer song. I don't know. Like, I was thinking we could probably have done like, isn't more than a feeling, uh, Boston. Sure. We could have done that. Could have. We. You guys know that song. Yeah. I think I've like gotten a lot of good input on people being like. Dude, I've never heard that song before. Yeah. It was really yeah. cool. And uh, most songs coming out of uh, Boston suck dicks. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Boston's first album. Amazing. True. Anyways, this isn't the fucking Boston goddamn podcast. I'll tell you about my two favorite bands. It's going to be Aerosmith and fucking Boston. I'm going to tell you why. What? They both come from Dorchester. You're no. going to leave out Mocky Mock and the Funky Punch? That comes later. That's a different genre. I'm not talking... Uh... <laughs> oh, I said rock bands, not rap bands. Yeah, I don't want to get into that. Anyway, sorry. Sorry? Sorry. Uh, this is a rare episode where I don't think we have... I think it's our first episode where we don't have any... Any... Uh, yeah, pitched a perfect game. Any mistakes? No nothing mistakes. To, uh, nothing to regret? Maybe tripped over a few words here and there, but... Maybe bagged on the Irish a little too hard at the beginning of last episode? They had it coming. <sighs> Those goddamn... Pata- oh, we can't uh, uh, keep doing that. Nope. Nope, so, uh, yeah, so let's just get straight into it, dude. What do you um, say? Should we jump into, we have another email. Do you want to jump oh, into that? Oh, yeah, now? yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call. Let's start off with that. A we finally got out. an email. Another one. Yeah, so we're going to start off with like a... This comes from a main man, Bobby. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. Digi, also known digi, as digi. Bobby's. Um, yeah, he was kind enough to email us, and he wrote... I was listening to your goddamn podcast, and you said people aren't emailing you. I'm emailing you. Thank you. Also, when <laughs> I was a wee lad, there was a forty ounce delight available for nineteen for nineteen dollars for ninety nine cents called Camo. How old were you, Bobby's? How old were you? Yeah, I don't know. You but he hasn't seen it. it around, and I would love to know if it still exists and what the fuck it was about. So. We'll do some research and get back to you. I believe that I have seen camo. Yeah. I have not seen a 40 of it, though. So this is vaguely familiar, and I'm down to do the research. How'd you see it if it was camouflaged? (laughs) I didn't. He goes on to say he also used to drink uh, Ice 800, which I'm assuming is uh, the Old English Ice Brewed. Yeah, instead of malt liquor, it was Ice Brewed. Okay. And then he talks about how there used to be 64-ounce uh, bottles that you could get of, like, OE and, like, St. Ides and that kind of shit. Glad yeah. you made it out of the ghetto, Bobby. Good yeah. job. Uh, and he ends it with, love you guys, suck it easy. So Okay. Well, I don't know if he was trying to spell Ezzy or if he just means suck it easy. I think when you approach something, you should probably suck it easy. Just Yeah, no one likes it when you suck it. Well, uh, 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 hmm. 
Okay. Thank you, Bobby. So, yeah. Stoked. Uh, Shouts out to Bobby for emailing us. <laughs> you know who you are, and I believe that you will be getting stickers and whatnot. Yep. Uh, yeah. Buttons. On it. And also, everyone that uh, gave us shout-outs on Instagram and all of that, like, I'm pretty sure we sent off your packages, so I hope you're enjoying those stickers and those buttons. Yeah, Again, it should be in a second wave of packages since I finally got another round of stamps. So, everybody should have everything. Yeah. And take, uh, put, like, post the stickers up, like, stick them on something and take a photo and Tag throw us it on, on Instagram. Yeah, throw it on Instagram and tag us. And That seems to be the medium, I think. Yeah, yeah. At Cobros Podcast um, across the board. Yeah, across the board. And then it's uh, Cobros Podcast at Google or uh, gmail.com. Yeah, and then, uh, at, no, not even at, just www.cobrospodcast.tumblr.com. Right. I haven't even checked the website. How's that doing? It looks great. Um, it just has all the episodes on there. Um, oh. Really easy to look at. I think most of our listenership listens through our site, which is cool. Oh, that's so cool. thanks for visiting. When we're checking our stats, we see that you guys are actually looking at the site. It's cool. And if you're listening to us through iTunes, just rate us. And if you feel like it, write a review. That's yeah, so awesome. Far we have it like helps. eight five-star ratings. So Yeah, we got nothing but good ratings, but it helps if you write a review. Just so... Thanks, Mom. Yeah. Also... I think Keezy did one. I don't know. Sister, brothers. Sure. Yeah. Family. So thanks, guys. Thanks, 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 guys. Thanks, family. We do this for you six. That's why we're such potty mouths, because we want to talk to our family. <laughs> um. Okay, I guess that jumps into the lesson at hand. What are we going to start drinking on? <laughs> we're going to drink on some Heinies. Heinies. A little bit of Heineken. Oh, Heinies. Uh, we're going to drink into Plug some... Plug my finger into the dike. What am I going to drink into? <laughs> I'm not talking about Heinies with the brown star. I'm talking about oh. Heinies with the red star. Yeah, because they don't come with a dirt whistle. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're going to have Heineken. We're going uh, across the seas. Yeah, we haven't done anything international. We haven't done anything international yet. I think that was kind of the uh, yeah, call to not, arms huh. for this one. Yeah, so we thought we'd uh, yeah do something from the from the old country, I guess. I guess. I don't. I don't fucking know. Well, I think by distributorship, these guys trump a lot of people. They um, well, we'll get into their history, but let, sure. We, but I think that's should... what kind of you know spurred our decision. Was yeah, because yeah. Of, uh, they're one of the they're one of the largest. Uh, international beers out there or just beer breweries in the world so we're starting with the 12 ounce bottles another bottle not a can yeah green green bottles green bottles okay moving um, from uh, that brown bottle we did we, last time yeah should we start at the tip let's and analyze start analyze at the tip. can yeah let's look at the uh bottle not can and <laughs> tomato, tomato. i like the way the sound I, I like the sound of that though like Analyze the can. Analyze the can. Yeah. Analyze the bottle. You know, the words doesn't sound right. Should we but get full throttle on the bottle? Full throttle on the bottle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna stick with analyze the can. So I like this, that better. This can just happens to be a 12 ounce green bottle and made out of glass and kind of like <laughs> shaped weirdly. Um, so we got a silver cap. Classy. Classy as fuck. Um, I have to say this is this is a new look for Heineken. They have this rebranded. Is, they've totally rebranded. This is not. Any sort of like anything I remember of Heineken whatsoever. No, like, totally. No, new. they've really tried to streamline their look. Um, and on their website, they have their newer logo type here. They actually have their traditional logo type with the lazy E with the crossbar that's kind of like jutting at an angle rather than straight across. 
with a lowercase e's. And it says Heineken quality with that communist red star in the center. Um, the green circle around it. Yeah, punching through a green it's, circle. It's actually a pretty cool looking cap. It's a good color scheme too. Yeah. everything contrasts. Yeah, and I mean, it, it. you could spot that from a mile away and know that it was you know Heineken. It like that, that red star is uh, just known and it, yeah. And they stuck Stumped with it on the cap, yeah. Communist China and Communist Russia, you know that um, through Cold War Olympics. Yeah, exactly. They did their branding for Heineken. Sure. No. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. I don't even know the origin of why they used Red Star, but it doesn't really matter. And then we moved down the neck of the beer, and they uh, repeat their branding, and now it is actually a vertical orientation of their logo type, um, punctuated by the Red Star. Yeah, yeah. And, and then they, below that, they've got the again with the red star. Clearly, they want you to know that the red star is their thing. And what they're doing, they're actually printing on clear stickers that are adhered to the bottle. So this thing looks like it's actually all. Um, it kind of looks like it, it's got a soda pop feel to it. Do you get that? Like, yeah, kinda, I get that totally. It looks like like a lime soda almost. No, it looks like um, Mexican Sprite. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Hey, would you like a little bit of a little Mexican Sprite? Would you like to uh, wash down your toquitos with a little bit of Sprite? The Heineken. The weird thing, so on the front it says, below the big red star though, it says City Edition. I don't get that. I don't I, know if we uh, lucked out and we're like, oh, you're in the city, you get the city bear. <laughs> I just want to know if they have like Country Edition. Or... Um, Desert yeah. edition. Desert. Farmland condition edition. Mountain <laughs> edition. Tundra edition. Um, prison edition. Oh, fuck. It's just yeah. broken off. Yeah. Ready to step. <laughs> Ready <somewhere>. to shake. He's <laughs> Heineken. Prison edition. We're breaking out today. I like that our Heineken drinkers all have some sort of Latin a- accent as opposed to a Deutschland. Deutschland? Hey, uh, no, it's not German. Uh with the Deutschland it oh, is right. a, I'm sorry yeah, is yeah. a uh, Dutch beer though Dutch beer sorry it's easier to cross those words easy. Jesus you could be a liter boy uh, sorry Adrian our one our, our one our first German, emailer our first emailer and our one German fan patting those German stats and we love it thank you <laughs> my apologies this beer is from Holland not from Germany which could be mistaken though I mean you could yeah, easily no. say like oh yeah Heineken that kind of sounds German with the sharpness it does yeah Heineken Heineken but I feel like every beer we drink, we eventually make sound like it's German. What are you talking about? Dachers. Das Kurs. Das Kurs. Um, well, so many brewers came from Germany. It's true. Um, it's true. So underneath City Edition, it says Amsterdam, um, which is not a city in Germany. <laughs> and then yeah, Heineken in silver below that. And then also Product of Holland, um, also reminding us it's not a product of Germany. All right. Just rub it in, bro. <laughs> hmm. Oh, you know what's weird? Actually, ghosted behind a lot of these words is the thin band of really light gray. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, it says, like, New York. Madrid. Madrid. L.A., Amsterdam, Mumbai, Sao Paulo. Sydney, Bucharest, uh, Rio. Clearly, you're a man of the world, Mr. Heine. Yeah, so I guess this is... It doesn't say Portland, but somehow we lucked out. We must be a big enough city to get this city edition of Heineken. I feel lucky. I, mean, I think maybe they're just doing, like, a... These are cities that are in the world. and <laughs> If you're hey. in some podunk town, you're like, City Edition, we must be Cedar Slickers drinking this city beer. Yeah, and you can read it like, I never heard of New, New, New York. Well, it's, it, 
I don't know. Seo Paluo? I don't think that's a. That, I don't get ain't it. no city. Mad Rid. Yeah, I'm Mad Rid of VD too. <laughs> Jesus. Um, all right, back has just your normal health information, government warning. Don't drink when you're pregnant. Think, yeah. It's, again, says that it's brewed and bottled by Heineken Brauerian. Uh, U.S. importers, Heineken yeah. U.S. Inc., White Plains, New York. I think yeah. a lot of shit goes through uh, White Plains. And it proudly says a product of Holland. So they're clearly uh, Holland, Holland proud. Yeah. And clearly not German, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Don't so uh, let's, uh, let's crack these things. And then uh, any cheers. one of our guys? Um, I did want to oh. give a cheers to uh, my friend Cade and Zeb. Basically, my two brothers. True. Because um, they had suggested this based on a suggested Heineken based on a different on a subject that we'll get into later in this podcast. But um, so it was kind of their idea. So I figured we'd give them a cheers. Um, and while we're at it, we might as well cheers Bobby for being uh, our second emailer. Yeah, another emailer. Right. So um, cheers, guys. Cheers to you guys, and let's uh, tap, tap into, into a verdict. verdict. It's what I remember. Yep. It tastes exactly how I remember it. Yeah. Um, deep-throating, stale horse urine. I don't even think it's deep-throating. That's just like... Mm. Oh, you, did you hold it in your mouth and savor it? <laughs> I tend to guzzle horse uh, urine, but that, yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I, well, I was trying to give it an honest like tasting, so I let it swash around the old... And, and I know, like, high, like yeah, Holland, that's... that's where you get your, like, tulips, they, like, raise a lot of flowers at, but I didn't know they raised enough, like, stallions to pee in beer bottles, um, the way that this is actually... It really, like, it has such a weird... Gets you in the jaw, don't it? It does, like, it's got a weird... I wouldn't say an aftertaste, because you taste it as you're drinking, and it's not like, it's really just, it's not like drinking piss... It's aftertaste in reverse because the aftertaste is kind of null and void. It's all it shock it's like value up you, front. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because at first you crack it and you're like, "Whoa, this smells like wood," which it does. It does. It does have a very skunky, skunky smell. Yeah, and it always has. Like this isn't. It hasn't we got changed. like one bad batch, or that they've changed up their flavor. They've, and it hasn't been like our other prognosis where you're like, "Oh, it tastes different in a can," which some things do, but this is straight skunky as fuck. I mean, we're trying it in the bottle, which typically is if you're not unless you're having it on draft it's the best form you can have beer and this is a lager yeah which is an interesting lagers feel a little more malty to me um than this i mean this it tastes like a lager to me for sure it just it's i'm not gonna argue that it's just it's more of i'm at a loss of words for what the fuck this skunk is Mexican it just right? tastes skunky yeah and it always has tastes skunky but I feel like it it could be like an acquired taste. Huffing gas is an acquired taste. Um, right, you, your right. farts are an acquired You're, taste. Oh, no, they're just they just smell like roses. Well they tend to love like the first stuff. time you had like a really hoppy IPA or just any really hoppy beer, you're like you probably It throws you off. You weren't stoked on it, right? It throws you off. You you're yeah. not you're not sure. But as you continue to have IPAs, you recognize that as a flavor, that it is the hops, or or it doesn't have to be anything hoppy. You recognize the hops as a flavor. Yeah. The problem with that I have with this beer is that it has this strange, weird taste that you could grow accustomed to, 
but no other fucking beer has it. No other beer has this weird skunky taste. You're absolutely right. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think, you know, what would help with actually kind of like knocking down that barrier is if you had um, two polo shirts stacked on top of each other and you could <laughs> pop one of those collars to reveal the pastel under. I think that could help this flavor. So, so you, you're starting off at the bat with, by saying that you are not a fan of this or you are a fan? I would just, not reach for this you just, first. You just want a collared shirt to pop. This is called. This is pop color beer. <laughs> this is pop like color beer. I don't want domestic. Oh man, I just like it is frat boy who doesn't want domestics, and he's like, gonna get some pussy tonight. I'm gonna look a little highbrow. It's along those lines of like a Stella, where it's like Stella's a little more mellow, but yeah, it is. No, but, but where it's, it's like it's a beer where it's a beer where people think that it's good. Yeah. It's frat boy champagne. But people that actually drink beer are like, no, that's just piss. You know where we have, like, lawnmower beer, chainsaw yeah. beer? Below that, um, frat, frat boy, boy champagne. champagne. That's I think that is a good call on this. This is... Heineken is a frat boy champagne. Yeah. So, what would that what would that be called? Aside from frat boy champagne? No, like, they'd have a, like... Oh, what would they call it? Da Brut. Da Bros. That's no, too crazy. Oh, it comes with champagne. Now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you have Brit. <laughs> you have uh, what's the other one? Cooks, cooks, kooks. <laughs> All right, so yeah, if this is frat boy champagne and cooks is regular champagne, this would have to be kooks for sure. Yeah, this is kooks. This is kooks. this is what kooks drink. Kooks only, no locals. K o o k. Z. You just, just like super gelled up and. Uh, place that's not a club you guys come here often like yeah what are you drinking there kooks if if miller high life is the champagne of beer this is the champagne of douches yeah heineken is the champagne of frat boys (laughs) yeah so uh should we rate this what do you say on like a scale of one to cobros what would this be um double pastel lacoste (laughs) Polos. How, what would you say? I uh, no, I think you were like right there with it. I think there is probably someone we could like it's, nail down as a name. Yeah, Make it sim- simplify that. Yeah, to it's just one persona. Yeah, and not a double thing, you know. And if we're talking college vernacular, it's not the triple Lindy of beers because that would rule. <laughs> Big ups, Rodney Dangerfield. This gets knocked down a peg. This is a. Uh, I'm gonna say. Um, it's a Chaz. <laughs> it's a Chaz McMichaelson. Who's who's the asshole brother in uh, Weird Science? Is oh, that Chaz? Fuck, they're all Chazes. In at heart, I mean, if you name your kid Chaz, you better have a car dealership so he can actually have a job when he fucks out of high like college and gets his fucking chick pregnant. All like. I'm seeing is Chaz Bono. <laughs> Chaz McMichaelson and McMichaelson Hyundai. I think it's uh, sweep the leg, Johnny. Uh, post Karate Kid like you're way in depth into your frat and you're still a villain right right that that mentality of like the blonde haired douchebag from any 80s like movie any of them any of those villains yeah it just it's right there I mean you have other uh, protagonists Uh, there's a couple or antagonists I should say yeah there's uh, the asshole from Teen Wolf Mick McAllister who could forget but in all fairness, like he's competing against a 
teenage werewolf. So, yeah, whatever. So it's basically like any any of those assholes from the 80s movies. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're you're welcome to fail out of college. Um, go back and work at your dad's car dealership. Be an asshole. Yeah. Like, you know, dick people around for used cars. And then uh, when you're done with work, you can pop your collar, undo your cuffs, yeah. and roll them up and tap into a... Uh, to a hiney, yeah. to, to a hiney. Yeah, your friend's hiney, and you just get wrist deep in the shit. Yeah. So one to Cobros, it's a sweep the leg, Johnny. Sweep the leg, Johnny. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> good. <laughs> and you know, regardless of how skunky it is, I'm still gonna fucking drink it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I think the, beer's beer. I mean, I think when we're looking at the scale of one to Cobro, it's whether you would reach for it first. Oh, definitely not. Definitely not. No, this gets passed by real quick. So, uh, maybe we should just get into, like, how this is even still around. Because Heineken's been around for fucking ever. I remember it from, like, my childhood. I'm pretty sure this guy's a monster of business, and he's really taken the beer world by storm internationally, too, and didn't really plant roots initially in America and start there like all yeah, the Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, they're, they're they nope. actually started in um a dike. In a dike. Where Just a little like Dutch all boy <laughs> stuck his fango. No, so in 1864, Gerard Adrian Heineken. Well done. Buys I think it's pronounced Hu- Huiberg? Huiberg. It's. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, I pronounce it, it like a fucking cross country. No, no. no it's it's, ABBA. it's work, work, work for <laughs> the haystack. So I guess it's Dutch for the haystack. The haystack, sure. Who, who Dirt haystack. And it was a brewery that had been established in 1592. So this is a long ass time ago. Yeah. But it's 1864. The brewery's over 250 years old. Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. Buys it, and instantly renames it after his family. Starts calling. Fair it enough. It. Yeah. And again, that's fair enough. But yeah. it's two hundred and fifty years old. You know. And he's not paying any homage to the old haystack. Yeah. So Gerard Gerard Heineken is the uh, the first of the Heinekens and starts it. Um, and that's eighteen sixty four. So that is two hundred and no one hundred and fifty some years ago. Um, and then. In 1884, so 20 years later, they create their iconic um, brand by using the export label signature green bottle with a red star. Was this the first one to be bottled with a green glass? I doubt that, but like that's how they... they it became their, a trademark. Their export label is basically what you see here. So when they export it, it's always the green bottle... With the red star. Gotcha. And they did that in 1884. So they did a shit ton, like, long, shit long ago. Shit ass long ago. So they've had a star as a logo way longer than Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> yes. I like it. Yes, fair enough. I like it. Um, longer no, than I like the Dallas it. Stars. Yep. Longer than... Minnesota North Stars. Minnesota North Stars. And longer than the Houston Astros, who embrace a star. And longer than... I don't know if it's older than Texas, the Texan flag. Don't care. Yeah, I don't know. 1884, I don't know when Teja Broke away from Mexico? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Damn. Don't care. We'll we'll get into it when we get Get to Lone Star. Star. Yeah. Yeah. One of these days. Time is flat circle and not caring about it. 
Yeah, so... <laughs> fucking Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right. It only all right. works when you say it in that voice. Time is a flat Time circle. Time is a flat circle, motherfuckers. Oh, God, and I just watched Insert. Oh, no. Sidetrack. Interstellar. Yes, sidetrack. All right. <laughs> But a lot about space pussies that stays steaming. My <laughs> bones don't dilapidate. And you need to see the movie because you, you can do. There's a lot of shit you can do on oh, hell him yeah. staying the same age. I'm not good at McConaughey. The I nice kinda... thing about Interstellar is my daughter gets older and I stay the same age. I'm getting older and I'm racking up the same number of Oscars. I'm cutting all of this. You but, should. I don't care. But we should keep going on our awesome yeah, Matthew just... McConaughey. But I, I mean, as a designer, I really love the fact that they've stuck. Good. By yeah, over 150 years of having green bottle and red logo. It says, like, it's, my research says that it's the export label, so I don't know if it's different in. Uh, it's not a nationalistic Holland? symbol either. You know, like. Holland, not that I know of, yeah. I, I, you know, I'm not. No, Holland's flag, red, white, and blue. Um, and then also their soccer team wears all orange. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, you know, it's. Yeah, I mean, in this, these two colors really don't really coincide with any of that. Yeah, I mean it's very is my Americanness in me is saying like, oh, it's a Christmas beer. It's got red and green on it, but like my Cold War sense is saying like, this is a Russian fucking missile yeah. pointed right at us, and I'm sweating bullets, man. We better go. Goddamn red. Fuck, star man. What are we doing player. about this shit? But they've been doing it for a hundred and fucking some odd years, so. And they am not scared of missile. Kudos to them. Um, so that was in 1884 when they started that. And then, okay. yeah, so in like 1914, um, it's it's stayed in the family, you know, since its inception. So it's been 50 years old, right? But they're successful enough to branch out. And yeah, and uh, Gerard, Gerard, Adron, Hanukkah. Hanukkah. I just have no sort of Dutch accent. There's no bearing like, for I just like want how to go you work, 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 work. But you know that's not right because it's Swedish and that's yeah, all so cross country. I, so I don't know. They're, they're all the same to me. And you don't want to go German because you already made that faux pas. Yeah. Mm. Nine. I do not want to. No. So, anyways, Gerard's <laughs> grandson, Freddy. Stuck his finger which, in the For Freddy Heineken, I mean, that's a pretty dope name. Freddy Heineken. Yeah. Like, it sounds like a NASCAR racer. Cool down. Well, ladies. I guess this is a uh, 1914, and he's European, so that's a Model T racer. Well, I was gonna go with a Formula One racer to me. Sure. Yeah. Can you uh, see that? Like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's an open wheeled format of racing, and by that time they're racing Model T, so that makes sense. Freddie does make it seem like very fast. Freddie Heineken. <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> fast Freddie Heineken. He's coming out of the second lap going 30 miles an hour. Here he comes. Well, this is 1914, though, so it's like, oh, boy. Oh, here we come, huh? Here comes Fast Freddie <laughs> 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 He could only afford one trombone player. He takes over in around, like, 1914, and he's, um, but he's the one that has, like, the bigger ideas for this. He wants to take it to other continents like just kind of take it global so would he be coming to america <laughs> he would be uh eventually um but then in 1928 they actually begin um unique marketing and advertising like specifically focused on an international audience okay so they start catering to specific regions um so america being one of them um gearing up for post-prohibition um, marketing actually well they are where there is no prohibition so they're doing fine because you know 
prohibition only affected the U.S. at that time. That said, they had been serving the U.S. The and land. they they were in the U.S., but they were not. Um, obviously, during prohibition, they were no longer there. Yep. But they keep advertising towards uh, other foreign markets. A year later, in 1929, they like start doing shit in like Asian markets. Sure. But it's kind of crazy. Like they are basically like out to conquer the fucking world as far as beers go. But as far as the American market, like, and you know it's prohibition time, so you know it's probably ending in a year or so. Like, what billboard would you post to kind of like quench a slight thirst? In the mind smile, yeah. Why don't you try again a Heineken? Okay, okay. Uh, Maybe you should try again. Um, I feel like you have one. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, you call me out and then you don't have anything. Yeah. (laughs) Pop quiz me and you got nothing back, fucker. Stressed? Tired with work? (laughs) Fuck you. Yeah. No, I I don't want to go Don Draper with it because I don't really have anything either. Like, try again a Heineken. Don't just sigh again. Try again. A Heineken. I think try again a Heineken. Like, if you had a Heineken before Prohibition... Yeah. And you want... They want you to have one after, try again. A Heineken. Tired of your wife's Heine? Try our Heine. Heineken. Ooh. Yeah. That that'd helps. Be, that'd be very risque back in the, uh, you know... In the butt-fucking days of uh, Pass and Pass <laughs> In the butt-fucking 20s. That's what God, they call them, right? man, the... Butt fucking twenties, man. Some like people call them roaring. I call them butt fucking. Yeah, man, those flappers and all that decadence with fucking Art so, Deco and shit, man. That was wild, man. So, so the cool thing is, though, about Heineken and just their tenacity is that uh, in 1933 they're the first uh, import beer to re-enter the U.S. Re-enter. Yeah, after Prohibition, they're the first one to re-enter the U.S. market. I didn't do a lot of research on this because I'm going to call bullshit because there's Canadian beers. Oh, yeah. So I'm guessing this is probably the first European one. I wouldn't say... Yeah! uh, Import. Because technically, like, a Molson at that time would have been a fucking import, you know? Yeah. So, according to themselves, are the first... um, Imported beer to re-enter the U.S. market after Prohibition. Do you think that's an easy claim to make, though? Yeah, I don't know if it's easy, but, like, who the fuck's going to argue it? I mean, we questioned it, and I feel like we just wasted time It seems like the first person to the South Pole with a gun. (laughs) It's the first person to the South Pole. South Pole with a gun. But you're like, oh, I'm from Iceland. You're like, oh, that's cool. You're like, oh, I'm from Germany. Oh, that's cool. Oh, where are you from? I'm from Norway. I'm like, oh, great. How'd you guys go? Oh, we cross country skate here. We're exhausted. I'm like, yeah, I'm American. I have a fucking gun. Bang, 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 bang. It's a six shooter. You're all done. Bam. There's my flag. Yeah, I flew here, and I swear to God, I just crossed it. Yeah, using skis. You know, like uh, that Indiana Jones like airplane with pontoon legs. Yeah, we put skis there, and we got here. Bang. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, Americans first one to South Pole. Yeah, and then and maybe Heineken's Heineken's first one to first uh, back pro- to the U.S. Yeah, sure. First, why uh, not? Prohibition import, I guess. City edition. I feel like they're claimers, man. It is everything about a fucking... <laughs> I feel like they're claimers. They're such claimers. They claim every city in this light little gray. They claim it's a city edition. Like, okay, yeah, we live in a city. I, I, sure. And then they have to really... Oh, this one says Las Vegas on it. Wait, on your bottle? Yeah, I mean, if we're, if we're gonna... There you go. If you, I mean, what if the we... F- 
We just kind of flipped. That actually the, looks way classier than mine. It says Vegas. Vegas is no, there's uh, nothing classy about Vegas. I just wanted like Dita, where's the jams? Play some harder. Yeah, I want to. <laughs> <laughs> I tried the black <laughs> the blackjack table, but it's just it's totally red. I'm so done with roulette. I only bet red. <laughs> As in the, the red star. The red star from Amsterdam. From Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's so. Did we discover what city edition means? I think they're just calling out random fucking cities. Be like, yeah, dog. I finally found my city. Oh fuck! You know what this is? What's that? This is. Fucking, you know, Coca Cola is doing their whole like, oh, it has someone's name on it, and they do names. I'm Heather. Yeah. Yeah. No. Fuck you, Heather. This is fucking Heineken doing the same shit. Just like, oh, look, it says Vegas in it. Whoa. We're in Reno, bro. It doesn't matter. Like, Vegas is in the same state. Nevada. Yeah. And I wasn't even born here. It doesn't say. Or whatever shitty Dutch town that they live in, it says, it says our shitty town that's kind of close to us. Time to crack a new one. Haley, Idaho. What? I would, no. I would actually be. Yeah, well, I'd save sick. that one. <laughs> Even if it said Boise, I'd be like, all right. Mm. I guess we're calling anything a city. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huh? We're polishing turds now. Yeah, Great. Really cool. Uh, Twin Falls. Sick. Hmm. Interesting. Huh? Places to hang yourself. Yeah. Later, guys. Milwaukee. Oh, legit city. Oh. Oh, named after... Milwaukee, Oregon. Hmm. Uh, Milwaukee. Not named after the uh, Algonquin Indians. That's really... These guys know how to party or what? (laughs) Wayne's World Club? Nobody? (laughs) Anybody? Sure. Going (laughs) once. Twice. Never again. So... (laughs) Oh, you mean Algonquin for the good life. It... Oh, thank you. <laughs> I am throwing hearts at Ezzy right now. Uh, so in the 30s, what? So, yeah, they, to wrap this up, sorry. They just kept doing their fucking thing. Like, they kept just... Yeah. Um, flag planting became... Before they... Signed a deal with Alpha Kappa Alpha. Alpha Kappa Alpha. Um, um, let's see. Official um, beer pong sponsor of... You know, honestly, like... The they, Skull and Boners. They just keep doing well in... I'm I'm assuming not just in Holland, but like elsewhere, they just keep doing well. They keep advertising to foreign markets, and that's all fine and dandy. And then they start their fucking diabolical takeover of the beer world. This is right around 1968, the beginning of Doctor Evil. Yeah, because this is what I kind of did a little bit of reading on as well, which is going to be bad. You know some of this, yeah, a little bit, yeah. And this shit, I suddenly feel like this is actually real skunk juice at this point because what this evil motherfucker did well so it's freddie heineken still um i don't think no fast freddie i don't know if it's fast freddie from 1914 i'm assuming it's his uh son or grandson but um basically in 1968 they Hmm. begin to grow by purchasing other breweries and their first purchase is uh i'm still yeah German beer. German beer. Uh, Scheitze. Uh, Amstel smells way fucking better than Amster. Or yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, if you're going to use beer as a cologne, I think Heineken is on the very bottom deck. Yeah. So that's this is 1968, and they purchased Amstel. And they, I just look up 
old Amstel and old Heineken advertisements because it's fucking beautiful. Oh yeah, it's no, European, some fucking rad and they're just there. killing it. Their advertisements insane, and it holds a great European aesthetic. So if you guys want to go down a little Google image search hole, feel free. Yeah, so '68 they started their uh, summer of hate. '68 summer hate. No, they started their uh, just world domination. Because they were actually buying all the breweries they can, and they were shutting those fuckers down. Yeah, I feel like you can take over on this, because you kind of did that research. Yeah, so they would go around, they would find near competitors, they would find regional people. This is mostly in, like, the the Netherlands? The Holland? Yeah, Holland, Holland and probably, like, yeah, all that territory, like, you know, like, uh, anything north of the Baltic and probably east of France they were taking over and being like okay whatever near competitors are you want to laugh about something no it just sounds like a bunch of Germans but go on uh, yeah just take, I mean to, they're just, just like, trying to take over everything no there's probably little breweries in Luxembourg and <laughs> San Marino and like they're being like oh what are you guys doing over here okay cool I just think maybe how they... much for your business and they would buy their business and they would shut that shit down they wouldn't even like, like keep it open to like brew their own nope their own juice their nope. own skunk juice nope basically exactly what Dan Aykroyd did in fucking Tommy Boy he bought out fucking Callahan Auto Parts and he's like nope you guys are done and he would shut down that plant such a dick move and they didn't have such a solid protagonist actually carrying these small little breweries so they all got shut down yeah they didn't have a, a dead Chris Farley to save them well when you're mixing heroin and cocaine, it's hard to keep up with business. <laughs> it's a great time. I'm going to blue sheet my way out of this. <laughs> so they did this for, for years in kind of across Europe for the most part. Yeah. Um, Dicks. In 82, uh, they moved their production facility, which is neither here nor there, but like they went from Amsterdam to Zotterwood. I don't know how to fucking speak Dutch, but it's... It's pronounced Auschwitz. It looks like Zoe Ten Wode. Oh, Zoe Deschanel? Yeah, they moved it into her undergarments. Um, her machine. Which, hence the skunkiness. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was in 82. doesn't matter. Uh, but then the, uh, the aughts hit. They fucking... They just go crazy. They go nuts. Yeah. And that, I mean, at this time they're they're already a huge international brewer. Like they they're killing it. But then in two from two thousand three to two thousand thirteen, they just start buying everything. They buy shit everywhere in every country. Yeah, well, they're just going they're going ape shit, and they do. Uh, yeah, they become like a really huge conglomerate where they actually start like gobbling up brewery after brewery after brewery in different continents. Yeah, all so over they the place. So they wherever Miller. In Anheuser Busch aren't staking their claim. These fuckers are deep picking. Yeah. So they buy Dos Equis. Done. The uh, that that's two X's for those that don't speak Spanish. It means twenty uh, in Roman numerals. Hmm. So they buy them. Um, they buy they own Strongbow, which uh, I don't Scottish. know if you guys know the. Um, it's like the hard apple cider. Faux Scottish. Whatever. Yeah, it's good. It's good hungover drink they own desperados why don't you climb off your fences i don't know that they buy to kate 
which I had no idea until we started researching this. Done with the T bird yeah, now. Like Takate is owned by Heineken. I still I'm not done by it. Like I I love the T bird. Heineken's a shit beer, but like Takate's still a fucking Superior. great cheap beer. I'd reach for a Takate over oh, fucking any day, yeah. Yeah, T bird over I mean, Red that's Star. Smart business practice on their part to be like Diversify their portfolio. And to be like, oh, people would much rather have a fucking Takate than a fucking Heineken. Like, we should probably own them. That's the easiest true or false question of all time. This one kind of made me, like, I had no idea that they owned uh, Newcastle. What? And I like Newcastle. I used to drink that shit religiously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, obviously, Amstel. Which Amstel. 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 Not yours still. I'm still working on this one, but yeah, I'm about still to crack struggling a new with one. fucking this Heineken. God damn. So yeah, that was kind of their world domination. Um, the one thing we did gloss over, though, that I said that we would not gloss over, uh-huh. is uh, they made a zombie movie too. Yeah, no, and <laughs> be awesome if they did. Fuck. So it turns out that in <laughs> zombie, zombie, the Italian film, the one that ends in I. No, no, um... What gets launched in 83 and your record, P? Uh... Freddy. Old Freddy Heine. Freddy What's Heineken. Fast Freddy doing this time? Fast Freddy Heineken gets fucking kidnapped. Oh! Yes. Fucking... Back to episode one. He got Carpus Jr. Jr. <laughs> he got Carpus Jr. Jr. Yeah, so, uh, 1983. Freddy... Old Freddy the Finger Heineken gets... Freddy got fingered. Fast Freddy fingered Heineken gets fucking kidnapped. Um, Did he ask his daddy if he wanted some sausage? Daddy, would you like some sausage? Daddy, would you like some sausage? I do not know that movie at all. I'm Uh, disappointed that you actually know. No, you're not. not You love me more for it. (laughs) So, it was uh, January 9th, 1983. Old billionaire brewery owner, Freddy Heineken... Freddie Heine leaves his office. He was calling it the Pentagon. Fuck this butthole. Right. Asking to get fucking. You call your inherited man cave the Pentagon. Yeah. And this is. So he leaves his office. This is this is in Amsterdam. It's not in the Zeebergs. Zeeberg. Yeah. It's not in Zeeberg anymore. Um. You're not in Z-Bug anymore. And again, similar to the um, Ham's kidnapping, like, it's his typical routine. It's one of those, like, anyone doing a stakeout can be like, oh, this asshole leaves at the same fucking time every fucking... So, he's such an idiot that he actually runs the same path every day enough to get kidnapped. Yeah, so it's, like I said, like, similar to the, the Ham's... Like, you stake a dude out for three days and you're like oh this this fucker leaves around seven every single fucking day yeah he thinks yeah, mcdonald's like, is like going. funny and ironic so he hits that every friday guess where we're gonna fucking nap him so he jumps in the car with his chauffeur whose name from my from what i've looked at his name is ab 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 rippleson no just ab uh six minute first name like that's his name is yeah. ab well i'm trying to like figure out how funny it'd be in the phone book if his last name was six months. Oh, his last name is uh, Dodderer. Boring. Abdodderer. Dodderer. Dude, this um, is fucking... I mean, do you have to shove a bunch of marbles in your mouth to speak 
fucking Netherland Dutch. I, it shit. sounds like it. So Ab Daughter okay. picks him up and they do the normal 25 mile trek outside of the city. Sure. Because the motherfucker's not going to live in Amsterdam. He's going to no, live he has in like a fake bat cave. Yeah, he's going to live in a dope fucking mansion outside of the city. Sure. I mean, he's literally at this point, uh, he's one of Europe's richest men. Mm. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. I just don't care about him. So as they're going home, a group of masked men wielding firearms uh, grab a Heineken and his driver in a minibus. Which I just think Sick. is stoked. Like I hope it's a Volkswagen minibus. I was just fucking yeah, like I Get love to the best like, yeah. Guess what, motherfuckers, you have to ride the minibus. This shit sucks. So if it's a minibus, would you call it a short bus? I don't know. So they jack him though and they drive the short bus down a bike path. Yep. So I'm wondering if they had they Undetective. must have had that planned out. Well I think um Amsterdam's like much like Portland or even Denmark is a really right. great bike city. Right, right. Yeah. So, in order to do that, they just jack this motherfucker and they're like, we can fucking just drive down this little, they call it a psychopath. <laughs> so he's kidnapped by psychopaths mm-hmm. and, and they're driven end up down on the psychopaths. Yep, got it. But, um, bum, file. <laughs> Nailed it. Got um,. It. And they already had, like, a safe house ready to go, so they grab them and they drive I bet that's the most improved road in all of Amsterdam. They're like, okay, cobblestone for the car, smooth-ass pavement for the bike. Yeah, yeah. So, of course, the car's like, if we just drive down the bike path, like, we'll We'll get there faster. Yeah. And our suspension will be saved. Also, where the fuck are the cops going to chase us? On their bikes? So, uh, because they kidnap them, like, it sets off this, like... It's a dramatic three week standoff between the police and the kidnappers, right? Like they kidnappers have them, like they've straight got got them. The cops don't know where they are, you know. You would have to hold them in a Swiss bank for neutrality's sakes. I um, guess I don't know. According, like up to European the time, like it, it is like a like the news media is just going ape shit on this though. Like they're comparing it to like a great train robbery and shit like that where it's just like holy fuck there's like these these dudes actually got away with it it's 1983 like it's not you're not expecting this anymore you know no like this isn't I don't know I guess in greater context if someone kidnapped Donald Trump now would they care They'd make a huge... I mean, on Fox, they Yeah, but imagine... Exactly. So imagine, like, the media storm. Like, obviously, in America, we're not getting that as much, but, like... We miss his non-hair. One of, like, the richest men in Europe is fucking kidnapped. Yeah. Like, that's huge. And and they don't know where the fuck he is. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. So you need some Winston Wolf-ass plan. Yeah, so these partners thought about it. Yeah. and they they get them and then they just it's a standoff with the fucking kidnappers oh man and the cops do you send um, ears do you send toes what do you do um but what they did do no they so they have them for almost a month I believe uh yeah three week standoff that culminates in a uh payment of 12 million pounds I think hold okay on. hold on let me find that I actually found and I don't know what the conversion rate at that time was I think probably the dollar is stronger than the pound um no it's 
Uh, so the two, the chauffeur and uh, Freddie, old fast Freddie Hunnikin, are fucking held. Um, they're finally released for uh, thirty-five million Dutch guilders. That's monopoly money. I don't care. I mean, in real money. it equals about sixteen million euros. Which is what, 16 million bucks, many, give or take? How many quarters? It's a shit ton of money. Okay, fair enough. It's millions upon millions of dollars. Okay. So like $2 um, million. Dollars. At the time, that was the highest uh, ever paid ransom. In guilders. <laughs> Just in general. It was the highest paid amount. Like, it was, whatever, it was, what, so, what did I just say, 17 fucking euros 16 uh, guilders <laughs> I don't even think you can purchase a Van Gogh for that much it was 16 million euros 16 million euros okay 35 million Dutch guilders guilders it's the highest ransom ever paid ever ever all times well unless something else happened since 83 but uh, <laughs> not according to Wikipedia and they made a Jason Statham movie out of it no, oddly enough, they did make a movie about the movie, uh, a movie about the kidnapping, which both of us knew about, and that's why we started this topic. Um, and further shout out to Zeb. Yeah, Zeb and Cade were the ones. Well, Cade, and then Zeb brought it to my attention, which we haven't watched the movie on purpose because we wanted to do it just based on the facts and not on what we saw on the movie. Like, we like drunken reality a lot better than Hollywood. Yeah, it's one of those, like, you see a Hollywood movie and you just take what happens on the screen as fact. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, talkies always speak to me in weird ways where I'm like, I don't know if this is the news or if this is... <sighs> Goonies happen, man. But, you Ghostbusters know... Ghostbusters is real. I am going to throw this out, though. Like, we did our research up to, like, him getting kidnapped, and eventually the criminals do get caught. Yeah. It's a long-winded affair of them getting caught eventually. It's super antiquated. So, I'm going to I'm gonna say this, though. Like... Sure. Why don't we just watch the movie? Uh-huh. We'll see uh, what happens then, and then we'll present that as fact for uh, next episode. For... Contractions and uh, yeah, we'll do that during uh, corrections and <laughs> retractions. Sure, contractions, contractions and, re- and re- re- rejections. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll talk about that then. I mean, if we care enough, I mean, if the fucking movie sucks and we get such a bad taste in our mouth, we'll state that. Uh, the point is, though, that uh, old Fast Finger Freddy was fingered. Eventually released for the highest ransom ever. Yep. Um, yeah, so that's what happened during like the. 80s with Heineken, and then um, pop colors happen. Now, like I mean, Heineken is poised to be the number one brewery. Yeah, like the the largest brewer of beer in the world. And oddly enough, like we had planned to talk about Heineken today, and then got news uh, they just bought another fucking company and one that actually i enjoy yeah they sucked up lagunitas ipa yeah so well not just their ipa but their entire brewery all everything all the information we have right now uh granted this is the day after this all broke but um they own 50 percent of lagunitas so so it'd be interesting for all of us to actually right now drink lagunitas 
remember what it tastes like, wait a little while, wait for that conglomerate to like set in, and then try it again, see if it tastes the same. Yeah. yeah. See if it tastes the same. Yeah. So all of you listening, go out and buy a Lagunitas. Right now. While it's still out there. Nothing's, nothing's going to change within the next month. They, no, they those beers have already been made. Yeah. Those beers are made. From the original brewery. Drink them, enjoy them. I like them. this. I like this. Uh, listener challenge. Yeah. Go drink them, enjoy them, and just see if it's changed. Yeah. Because and I remember... We'll, we'll bring this back up in like, what, three months? Something like that? Yeah, we'll do that, for sure. I remember when Olympia got bought by Miller. And like our buddy Brent, he loved Olympia. And they came the stubbies, they had the puzzle under the cap. And then when they got by Miller, all that kind of got washed aside. Mm-hmm. And do you think the taste changed? I honestly like. It'd be cool to document. I, I had high school taste at that time. Sure, so we all did. Who fucking knows? Yeah, you know, like it. It could have. Yeah. This I feel like I've refined my beer palate sure. enough. So it's I think specific. now I feel like this is a good test. Yeah. So, so I, we remember that going down. Yeah, yeah. So I think it'd be really cool if we could just kind of like savor a memory, jot it down, and see if it changes. Yeah, I, I have a feeling we'll go out. Th- and do a uh, little snake bite episode oh, where we grab cool. some Lagunitas and we'll do a snake bite now and then we'll do a snake bite in yeah we'll time what, capsule six months? that shit what do you think yeah. a year we'll, we'll see when, whenever we get around to it we'll do one after Heineken's fully taken over yeah so maybe next episode look forward to well we'll throw out a mini episode of Lagunitas yeah you okay with that yeah I'm fine with that alright so we'll throw that out in between now and the uh, and the future future Um, well I think that's been a good one Uh, this has been Cobra's podcast conversations on beer random other stuff episode number 7 I'm Tyler Thomas